Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine, where we talk about great audiobooks to consider for your next listen. I'm Robin Witten, the editor and founder of Audiophile, and this June, we are focused on Golden Voice narrators to celebrate Audiobook Month. And the Audiophile editors recognize these exceptional narrators for their brilliant storytelling and exceptional performances. And today, my guest is the newly honored Golden Voice, Arthur Morey. So welcome, Arthur. Hi. Hi, Robin. Congratulations on being honored as a Golden Voice. Thank you. I'm really pleased. I'm really flattered. It's great. Well, I know that um, our listeners want to hear from you, and we thought we'd focus a little bit about some of the work that you've done and a specific title that's quite recent. And, you know, in the last few years, you've given listeners so much excellent listening and particularly some wonderful biographies and memoirs. And all nonfiction in particular, I was thinking it takes a certain approach so what do you like about narrating someone's life story? Well, one, there's a difference between biography and autobiography. And autobiography has one kind of set of, of approaches. And that's kind of interesting because you're trying to, to find the person behind the persona that they present. With biography, the writer is often kind of working against a common perception. I mean, I've done a number of biographies of Lincoln. And everybody's thinking about the other biographers of Lincoln or what the common belief systems, the common beliefs are about Lincoln. So those things are kind of interesting. Sometimes I can connect. I did a biography of Seymour Hirsch, and I found him pretty easy to connect with because he was interested in a lot of the same things I was. I did sort of back to back a biography of Bill Cunningham, who's a wonderful guy, but really I'm not like him. I mean, he's a, just a different, he's really a different kind of guy from anybody else. So those are different problems. You connect or you don't connect in different ways, kind of the way you connect or not connect with a character in a novel. You seem to do that very well with a variety of characters and, you know, stories to tell. So one of the things I thought we could do today is to talk about a title that is just coming out, The $80 Champion by Elizabeth Letts. And it's a life story, but it's really the story of a man and his horse. So tell us a little bit about it. There are a lot of horse stories. Well, the story is about a man named Harry uh, DeLayer, who's a um, Dutch immigrant fleeing Holland after the Second World War. He comes to America. He's charming. He's talented. He doesn't speak much English. And he gets a job at a girls' school training uh, girls, young women to ride horses. And he needs a horse. He needs a horse to train them with. So he, he finds a horse that's really, so to speak, on his last legs. And this horse is being carted off for, for uh, execution. And so he buys the horse. They make a connection. The horse is kind of remarkable, but not- For $80. For $80. Right. For $80. That's where the $80 comes from. A, yep. a very inexpensive horse. And he discovers through a series of interesting adventures that the horse has tremendous talent for jumping. And I didn't realize, but jumping horses is a big category of, of, you know, horse athleticism. It's people really watch horses that jump well. So this horse turns out to be remarkable. And the connection between the two is remarkable. And because Harry knows how to talk to Snowman a certain way, and Snowman can express 
affection and interest and intelligence in remarkable ways, they get together over obstacles and the synergy between the two makes it possible for them to do things they couldn't do independently. So that's, it's, it's a cool story. It's very, it's very moving. So you were saying it's a little like a romance. I, tell me how you see that. Well, what's the formula? Uh, girl meets girl, girl loses girl, girl gets girl back. I think the, the connection between Harry and Snowman is made with a glance. Harry looks through slats on the truck and sees a horse and the horse is looking back at him. And they go, you know, there's like a bing there, just like it. <laughs> and later on in the story, Harry buys the horse, goes back to his place, to his ho- the school, sells the horse. And Snowman is a few farms over, starts to escape by making tremendous jumps over fences that should be impassable to get back to Harry. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of, kind of strange. It's kind of wonderful. I mean, this horse does amazing things to get back to this man who appreciates him. Right. And then they have a terrific career together. A tremendous career. And what's interesting is this this was a film a couple years ago, right? And this is a newly released uh, version for the audiobook. And I think there's also going to be an audiobook in a young people's edition this fall. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. The books, the, the young adult version, version is coming out in the fall. The film was a documentary. Mm-hmm. A lot of the story is after the end of the book, but the young adult version is, um, I think, coming out in November. Is there anything different that you think you might do with your approach if you're going to be talking to uh, young adults and teens? I think what I maybe would like to do more is to really stress the importance of his notoriety, his fame, the way people react or to them. That's a big part of the story that sort of comes along toward the end of this book. But I, I, I think that is something that would really appeal to kids, just because they don't know the history of other horses. Well, it's interesting. I think there, as you say, there are, have been several other books about horses, another one by Elizabeth Letts, but nonfiction. But there's, and there's Seabiscuit, which I thought of right. because it, of its huge popularity and looked it up and, and found that it uh, came out right after 9-11. Right. And I was thinking, you know, this to me is a story, Harry and Snowman is a story uh, a bit about the American dream. And I think it's the right story for right now. No, I th- that, yeah, I think that's actually a really good insight because it is the great American success story. It's the, it's the guys from down under nobody knows to look at or pay any attention to it who, who excel who rise to the top of their profession, who become, you know, it, it is the dream that in America, anybody can get anywhere and do anything. And that's, that American dream is dim right now, seems to me. Yeah. So I think it's, it's great to have the $80 champion uh, available because it, it's a story that will, you know, inspire you. And uh, I think you don't have to love horses because you can love this relationship between Harry and Snowman, the champion horse. It's really interesting. But I have a clip. Should we should we take a listen? Oh, cool. Let's do that. All right. So this is the $80 champion by Elizabeth Letts and read by Arthur Morey. Snowman turned his head and appeared to survey the crowds. And maybe he saw Johanna and the children up in the bleachers cheering him on. Harry smiled in the direction of the stands, then eased the horse into an easy canter. 
There were still puddles on the ground, and the footing was sticky, though not as slick as it had been the day before. As Snowman cantered confidently around the course, his rider crouched forward, completely in sync with his horse. There was an obvious difference between this team and all of the other competitors. Over each fence the rider threw the reins forward so that the horse could reach out freely with his nose. Over the last fence, a huge set of parallel bars, a woman on the sidelines jerked her hand up to cover her mouth in a gasp as Snowman jumped up and sailed over with room to spare. Snowman won the championship again. This weekend, ribbons and silver plates were piled on the front seat of the car. That's a great clip, isn't it? Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. It gets some of the things about the story that, you know, in very compressed form that are really important. One of the things that happens is that because of the connection, Harry becomes a great showman. So you can kind of see that he's a skilled and, in fact, as you see in the rest of the book, he's a very colorful character, a a terrific writer. (laughs) The reaction of the woman at the end is really, I think, some indication of the tremendous popularity of this horse. People really needed something to make them feel better at the end of the 50s. The 50s was a tough time. The other thing that's interesting in that clip is that Harry tosses the reins over the horse's nose. He lets a snowman run. Mm. And this is not typical of other riders of, of jumping horses. They spur and they whip and they get their horses keyed up and crazed. And Harry does the opposite. It's very attractive. It's a very, it's a very lovely relationship those two have. Well, I think that's, we hear a little bit of that. You have to listen to the whole book, but Snowman is a big, big horse. (laughs) And actually, you can see the documentary films of him. He's a big horse. So when he's sailing over this fence, the rails that are more than six feet in the air, it's, you know, it's like, I would put my hand in the air and say, oh, it's a great bit. It's uh, it's really unimaginable. The, the, The description of what they do, when you realize how big those barriers are, No wonder that woman was astonished. It just doesn't seem even (laughs) probable that a horse and rider could do that. So this is a great recommendation. And thank you, Arthur, for joining me today. And congratulations on becoming a Golden Voice. We certainly look forward to hearing more of your performances, whatever comes along. Well, thank you very much. It was great to talk to you, Robin. And we've been talking today with Golden Voice narrator Arthur Morey. Please stay in touch with Audiophile on social media, where each day of this month, we are honoring Golden Voice narrators. And also, just a few weeks ago, had a podcast about another of Arthur's audiobooks. We talked about My Wild Garden by Mayor Shalev. And that's quite an interesting audiobook, very different, not about horses. It's about gardens. But you do a beautiful job, Arthur. So thank you for that. Thank you. I love that book. That's a wonderful book. So this has been Behind the Mic. And today's episode is brought to you by the all-new Edgar Rice Burroughs universe from Oasis Audio. Thank you for being a listener. And we'll hear more about Golden Voices soon.